Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and as always I'm joined by the full complement of Daud, yes. Kodama, Hello. and Ali. Hi. How's everyone doing? Is everyone okay? Yeah, not too bad. Doing well. Perfect. I'm so, so glad the Premier League is back. Yeah, we're, we're going to get straight into things with the Premier League but as always we saw that Kodama nailed the, well I say nailed the trivia section last week, you guys needed a lot of help to get there. We didn't nail it really, did you? I didn't get help for the score. No, Kodama did well. It was like a Sampdoria one which I got. Do you remember when no one could remember it? I just got some story because he said he got I think I gave, I gave a clue. We I gave loads of clues. Well, I'm hoping that this week well, I don't it was like give a Italian clue. Italian Syria, and it was like this, and he got uh, Gaston Ramirez. Yeah, but we said like about yeah. 10 teams by that time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, I hope this week that I'm not going to be giving any clues. I, I think this one's uh, generally quite a simple one, so I hope I don't need to give any clues. All right, just setting us up for Philly here. Let's go. All right, so David Beckham, before he moved abroad, Played for one English club other than Man United. Press North End. There we go. I didn't even need to finish Bang the question. Bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ali nailed that Dad, why did you not know this? I want to know why did I mean, you not you know this? You didn't even give me a chance to finish the question. Knew, I knew David Moyes was there at the time. There, there we go. I, no, I didn't know this. I'm, I'm, you, you Waste, man. You were quicker. Wait, would you have known it had I finished the question and he didn't yeah, ask Yeah, yeah, I would have known it. I'm not I, convinced. I knew before I'm the not question. convinced. I would have known it. Man. Uh, that's a minus one for Doubt in the. How would uh, nobody would have known? Nobody would have known. Right. He knew. He literally knew. I knew, but obviously <laughs> I wasn't quick enough. <laughs> what do you mean? You said David Beckham loan. That kind of made sense, bro. Come. Yeah. Which All team right. did he go uh, go to after uh, Real Madrid? Why are you telling me this? What's this got to do with? Probably I'm just, like, I'm just probably asking. Probably Galaxy question. or something. AC Milan. It was Eddie Galaxy. It was Eddie then. Then then he came back on a European PSG. tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AC the and then PSG where he cried at his. So enough about uh, David Beckham's illustrious career, and we'll get into the Premier League's opening weekend. We'll start with the very game that started the actual campaign: uh, Arsenal Brentford. It was uh, newly promoted Brentford, and it's their new stadium as well. Their first game in the new stadium. The fans are back. They're in the Premier League for the first time in their history. Two 0 Arsenal suffering another embarrassing defeat, which seems to be a common theme for them. You know, in the last few years, uh, I'll kick off with you, Khodama. Uh, how impressed were you with Brentford? Let's let's talk about them first of all. Yeah, it was more surprised than anything. I'll be honest. I'm not a, the kind of uh, football fan that pays too much attention to the championship. You know, I'll have a look at the league and see how teams are doing at certain parts of the season. And obviously, we knew they were doing well, and you hear a lot about them with their uh, owner being quite uh, different in how he runs the club, and uh, obviously the manager and you know their recruitment policy. But to be honest, I think. Apart from the cup game against them last year against Newcastle, it's probably the first time I've watched a f- like an uh, extended amount of uh, Brentford, f- uh, you know, Frank Ball, whatever you want to call it. And it was really exciting. They're a really good team. And like, to be honest, watching it, all I could think of, and I do this, uh, like I find myself doing this a lot these days, is thinking that they're going to give us a lot of problems when we when we play them uh, in, the, in the league. I mean, they ran Arsenal ragged, I thought, with their pressing. They just like to attack, you know, that modern style of football. And I mean, Arsenal were pretty bad on the day, but... You know, 2 0, first Premier League game. They're very impressed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing I noticed about uh, Brentford, though, because sometimes when a newly promoted club comes, uh, you know, has the sort of style set in the Championship, do they, they always have the question, like, should we adapt to the Premier League or should we stick with how we are? I feel like they did adapt a little bit because Arsenal probably expected a lot of pretty passing on the ground, but they mixed it up, didn't they, with like direct throw ins, and that's how they got their second goal, Ali. Did you think like Brentford was like, Oh, Arsenal might think we're going to play a pretty passing game, but we'll actually get into these and, and give them a hard time. Well, were Brentford good or Arsenal really bad? 
But I'm just talking about I, I, like I, I, the I Brentford approach at the no, moment. No, it, yeah. it was a good approach, and you know the the fans are terrific. You know, atmosphere was great, electric, and obviously you have to change up when you come to the Premier League because you know you're going against high opposition, so you have to change something up. And obviously the coach has got kind of adapted to that, and yeah, it was just two good goals. Obviously, and they were both awesome errors. I think it was the first one was an error from was it White was it? Yeah, keeping the ball in play. No, he was keeping the ball in play for no reason, and then they just yeah, yeah. He didn't really clear clear his lines, and then yeah. Canas just like scored a beautiful goal. And the second one actually went to the bathroom. This always happens oh. to me. I always <laughs> got the bathroom at the worst times, <laughs> and you, you can probably hear my bathroom issues when we talk about Manchester United versus Leeds later on. So, yeah. But all right. <laughs> in terms of, I I was I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, it's the standard uh, Premier League story of the last nearly five, six years, newly promoted team. They're, they're usually the favourites to win their first game, first couple of games. They're usually mm. on, a, on, a, on a route. Um, the, the ones that are pretty much confirmed relegation are the ones that don't do that well or don't come off, uh, you know, uh, running to the races in, in terms of when the first couple of games come. And Brentford showed that they mean business. Um, they're showing that they're like the Leicesters that are coming up from the championship. Bournemouth, they're like Leeds. They're the teams that want to be um, a solidified Premier League team. Um, saying that, you know they've they've obviously had a few attempts to get into the Premier League. Um, they've been in the playoffs uh, last year as well, uh, and I think in the year before the year before that as well. And uh, this this year was their year. Yeah, yeah and it's been uh, a long time coming uh, for for Brentford for sure. I mean, they've been a sort of a club with uh, a hipster following in recent years because of the. Uh, what what was deemed as revolutionary at the time? They got rid of like the proper academy setup, didn't they? And they just had like an elite development squad instead of it. So, uh, you know, trying to recruit players from all over instead of like homegrown Brentford academy type thing. It was a bit of a moneyball story, wasn't it, with the advanced statistics and data analysis and recruiting players based off their like, yeah. uh, you know, their numbers rather than scouting, wasn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. That's like, that's like how uh, Kante came to Leicester purely on statistics. Yeah, because yeah. they, I think it was he was still playing in League Two, wasn't he? League uh, two. In, in France, uh, rather than Ligue 1. And he yeah. was like absolutely yeah. smashing the statistics, and the base. He was like, no one else would have seen him, apart yeah. from yeah. Uh, the analysts, the data analysts. Yeah, but I mean, the beauty of the Championship is that you can get a club like that now that gets promoted, and then you can get sort of like the Neil Warnock type, which is still the old school. <laughs> he, he'll he'll find them. I, I bet you he'll find himself in the Premier League one more time before he retires as a manager. Yeah, oh, uh, like. Definitely. It's, yeah, I mean, he's so it's it's an interesting one. And I thought in terms of just talking about the game again, uh, let's focus a little bit on Arsenal. So am I giving them a little bit too much of a leeway when I say that missing Aubameyang and Lacazette was always going to affect them? Like, is this... Um, I, I know that Arsenal aren't going to be world beaters at all this season. I think everyone knows that. But just purely like, is this 2-0 defeat a reflection of their squad quality? Or is it just literally that they were missing their two star strikers? No, I don't think... Actually, I do think that you're giving them too much leeway. Because... You know, having watched the game, I don't see how Aubameyang and Lacazette made a difference. The issue wasn't... I mean, they did have a lot of shots, but the quality of chances was, was not there. They kept going down the wings for some reason. Like, you know that old-style football that you associate Arsenal with, that, you know, they almost try to walk it in? Yeah. You just don't see that anymore. And it's quite surprising because they have Arteta as a manager whose reputation coming in, everyone expected him to be somewhat revolutionary in the way Guardiola was when he first burst onto the scene you know like pass and move pass and move but Arsenal don't really seem to do that I don't know if it's because the squad isn't you know built that way but 
they just kept going down the left. I thought uh, T&E and Smith Rowe were all right, but I don't, I don't see how Aubameyang and Lacazette in that team would have changed the result. You don't think um, Aubameyang and Lacazette like, would actually make well, any difference over to, the course of a season to getting any goals? or Over the course of the season, yeah, but in that particular game, no, I think Brentford, it's like you said, you know, like, you know, their first ever game in the Premier League, the fans were back after a year. It was almost like the narrative was set before the game had even started. They just wanted it more. The second ball the was fairy tale was there. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal just weren't up for it. They, they, they looked like they got caught with their pants down. You know, I'm going to factor that in in my my opinion as well because I, th- I I I didn't take that into account. I was thinking half of it was the Premier League typical story for the for Championship teams coming up. They want it more. They've you know Arsenal are not expecting as much. They obviously feel like oh you know we're a much better team. We've been in the Premier League. And yeah, that that was partly it. And obviously, Arsenal didn't turn up. Uh, have you have you looked at the squad? They, you know, I've been saying this. They'll be probably tenth or ninth or eighth place max. Hmm. I don't know. I I don't think they've got much. I think they'll finish they're, higher than that. To be honest, they're, they're I'm not saying they're breaking the top four, but I think Arsenal will go, be around like that six, seven. They'll, yeah, they'll be in seventh. I think. Yeah. That's what I think. Ah, uh, I don't know. If, I, if you look at the players they've lost too, on loan too, as well, there's though, too many suspect players. The there's too many hmm. suspect players. For years, Bellerin hasn't uh, performed. I think he's Holding on his way out, though. He's not, he's not a factor in that start, team. though. He's not a factor in that I mean, team. He, uh, he did come chose, on. Yeah, he did, but uh, like he doesn't start and Arteta chose you know, Chambers. Chambers. Chambers over him. wasn't even right There's back. rumours that um, Arsenal and Barcelona are going to rejig their squads around that. Like They're going to send Bellerin to Barcelona and Coutinho to Arsenal and stuff. Yeah, like, that would be something. I mean, yeah. uh, leaving on the 18, 19-year-olds, uh, Martinelli what, is 19-year-old this year. Yeah, but like Jeff said, Aubameyang and Lacazette were injured, otherwise they would have started. Or unwell or whatever. Balogun I mean, as well. He, I think it was his first start. Martin, I just came back from the Olympics as well. Yeah. So come on. But Are you're telling me, you're telling me that first team. You're saying that just like Azeta Bamiang. Oh, that would have changed it. They're going to probably be. I mean, the, the, there has to be some yeah. kind of depth. There has to be some kind of depth. That team is more than good enough. Yeah, to the push team is ready. Spot, to be honest. It's, not, it's not ready, but I don't think it's as bad as yeah. people are making out. Okay, yeah, I would say Europa team. Uh, Europa League. I mean, you just yeah, said eight or nine. That's all we all said. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I, about, I, I reconsider. So, what about Brentford, Ali? I want to like. What do you think of their team? Uh, have they got enough to stay up? Do you think? Well, it's the first game of the season. You've 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 got to see. You know. But what about fit. their squad? Like, just forget about that match and uh, just uh, look at squad, their squad. On squad quality, uh, on squad quality alone, they're better than Norwich. Hmm. I think. I think if Vieira doesn't get things right at Palace, things will definitely go down. Yeah. And who is the other bum team in Watford? They're going to change their manager sooner or later. Let's be honest. They'll get a couple of results. Then they'll get like <laughs> 10 bad results and he'll be out the door. And, you know, they'll, coach and they'll get another bum in. So um, they might stay up. It just depends on injuries. It, you know, the, the key factors we've seen that last season. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, know, it's I, me stating the obvious. It's a bit boring, but it's, it's a good No, no, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there'll be an interesting follow in the weeks to come because. The tricky like, thing is, though, with yeah. predicting, like, you know, you, you, you wanted to focus on their squad. Is that so many so many of their players, if not all of their players, are first timers in the Premier League? Mm. Yeah. And like I say, you know, unless you're an avid Championship watcher and you have you know a certain level of scouting talent, it's hard to say how they will adjust to the Premier but League in the long run. I was mm. surprised Sergio Carlos did well. Um, you he, he was great at Liverpool. The issue was he was too young. It was for for, for the spot he was to take was Coutinho's spot and it was between him and Suso, who's I think are severe now, mm. and Klopp just got them out. And I yeah. think it might be a buyback clause there, but you know, he's quality. Uh, he he's he's did his time in the championship. He's learned his trade, yeah. and you know, I'm happy for him because his family actually are still in Liverpool. So you know, so many pe- so many teams were after him. Valencia, he was at Valencia, 
He was at yeah. Barcelona for a bit of the academy. Real Madrid wanted him. He wanted Liverpool I think, instead. We haven't so. spoken about him yet, but I think Ivan Toni is going to make an name for himself in the Premier League. Like, Sooner or uh, later, he's going to get some goals. Yeah, he looks a tidy player. Uh, a regret of Newcastle is always when you know you have a player that you think is star quality. Well, it could be star quality. You don't give him enough of a chance. Like he only played a handful of games. Like I, rem- I was actually in the stadium for one of them, and I, I looked at him coming on the bench, and he was really lightweight, really clumsy on his feet. But that, that's how they always start, isn't it? Like if you don't give your players a chance to develop and, and integrate into the first team. You're going to lose them. And now Newcastle, <laughs> we're going to be interested to see what Adam Armstrong's goal total is going to be and what uh, Ivan Tony's goal total will be by he, the end of the season. He was beastly yesterday, man. He was um, proper running down every single On Friday, opportunity. Mean, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Um, uh, on, on Friday. He was, uh, yeah. It, it, he, he seems like a really, really... Uh, didn't he come out uh, initially in the beginning of the season said he's going to try and go for the title? <laughs> um, I love I love his attitude. Uh, 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 he's the one to watch for Brentford for me. Yeah, I mean Brentford is uh, d- definitely an, an ambitious team. And Speaking we'll of the Newcastle regrets, so they managed to get Ayer as well in from Celtic over the summer, and that was another player Newcastle. Oh, yes. is that how you pronounce it? Ayer. Ayer. I'm guessing. Ayer. You've got to put a continental spell. I mean, he's Danish, right? Danish. Hoy yeah. yeah. is, you know, with a white. Uh, yeah, I yeah. oh, will be that. Good deductive reasoning. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we might regret missing. He out looked on a tidy him. player as well. Their no, defense looked good. No, he is a good Th- player. Thomas Frank's fr- a Danish as, as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, so. that's probably why he went, to be honest, over that's us. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or maybe he just didn't want to play with Bruce. But <laughs> 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 right, so we'll, we'll keep a keen eye on Brentford in the weeks to come. And um, the next game I want to get into was actually the, the very next game in the league as well. It was uh, Man United against Leeds on Saturday morning. Um, you know, we always joke about on this podcast about, you know, just making memes and just having a laugh against Man United's expense. Because they've really suffered uh, since they've won the title. I say suffered. They've had some trophies. They haven't really suffered. But one thing that they haven't been is title contenders. Because both of the seasons that they finished second, they never really... It wasn't like a second where it was like by one or two points. They like they, The winner eventually was Man City both times comfortably ahead. But Dowd, I'll come to you since you're the fan. Based on the summer recruitment, and obviously you know that, that game went as well as you can have in terms of the opening day. Can you see... Well, first of all, yeah, talk us about the match itself and what you saw. And also, do you think you've seen enough to say that this is a title contending team? Um, with the signings we've made, I definitely think we've got... We're, we're the title contending team, yes. Um, the other thing relies on heavily how Oli... Um, how Oli conducts uh, his t- this team this year. Um, and if the tactics are right, uh, if the mood in the camp is right, you know, it's it's ours to take. Was there anything different in the five one? Like anything new that you saw, or was it just like a continuation of the positives from last season? Yeah, continue. Yeah, I'm smiling. Yeah, continuations of the positive. Fernandez, Pogba, Fernandez, absolutely boss. That guy just feels like he needs to take the whole Man United on top of his shoulders, man. He needs to do everything himself. He's 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 a player that you every single team would love. Every single team would love to have him. His attitude, his willingness to to run down every single chance. He's 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 great with the ball assists. He's he's like got the vision. Well, not as good as as what Rooney did, but he's got vision similar to what Rooney did in terms of how he can try and get the ball through. Obviously, Pogba got four assists. I'm I'm talking about vision. I mean, saying that the the assists that Pogba made weren't more about the uh, vision. It was more about actually um, executing the pass. Um, and he did he did perfectly well um, yesterday. He, as he mm-hmm. as Graham Souness has said, you know he's a hundred million pound player. He, he should be performing like yeah. that. Um, uh, in terms of overall, I thought we we just we did what we needed to do. It wasn't uh, particularly amazing 
uh, performance, but it was a really good performance. Leeds didn't turn up. Brilliant goal from um, Luke Ayling. Yeah, that was it. All right, we'll go with... Um, uh, I want to ask Kodama, as you know, obviously that was a very... You know, he's a supporter. He's going to have some biases when he speaks. Um, similar sort of questions. Do you think that, for example... Bruno Fernandes, is he as key to the Man United side as Van Dijk is to the Liverpool side in terms of when Liverpool lost Van Dijk last season, uh, you know, things became a lot harder for them to maintain their consistency. Could could the same thing happen to Man United if Bruno Fernandes suddenly, you know, was out for a while and you know, um, wasn't in the team? I think Bruno Fernandes is as valuable to Man United as Van Dijk is to Liverpool, but I don't think Bruno Fernandes can have the same impact that Van Dijk did. I think... I would agree. I think it's, you know, Van Dijk is a special player and Bruno Fernandes is, is a great player. I, I don't know if he's moulded himself into that calibre yet where, you know, you remember when Van Dijk was one couple of votes off winning the Ballon d'Or, I don't think Bruno Fernandes is, is quite that good. But, you know, I think it's too early to tell how, I mean, you can't extrapolate this result into the rest of the season. First of all, it's the first, you know, game of the season, 37 ago. I thought Man United, you know, came out in the second half, they looked a lot better. I did watch the first half. I just, I'm just not convinced by that uh, Fred and McTominay midfield. Mm. I think if they set up against a team that doesn't, you know, play as openly as Leeds do, you know, you know, everyone's used to Leeds now. They will play the way they want to, no matter who the opposition is. And, you know, some people praise Bielsa for it. I think it's quite naive. I think sometimes you do have to shut up shop. I mean, you get, OK, you played the way you want to, but you, you've, you've lost 5-1 at the end of the day. You know, it's, not every team is going to give Man United that... Um, that space to work in, like Pogba on his day is world class. We all know that, but honestly, the amount of time he had to pick out his passes for those exactly through balls, he's not going to get that every game. Yeah, so exactly, I, I, I see them fourth for title contenders. I think I rate Chelsea ahead of them, and obviously Liverpool, Man City goes go without saying. But you know, when when the tough games come in, I don't have much confidence in Bruno Fernandes being that difference maker the way Van Dijk was when he came into that Liverpool squad. All right, I mean. Uh, I, I definitely would agree with a lot of those points there and uh, let's talk about the Leeds angle a little bit Ali so obviously Leeds and Man United um, in terms of the Old Trafford matches but in both seasons so far they've been absolutely destroyed does that say more about Man United's quality or is the Leeds approach just far too naive for, for a team with the, with the firepower of Man United uh, it's, it's definitely a Leeds approach man like Bielsa should be doing better he, you know he's got a lot of experience behind him yeah Manchester United play well I've personally fought out with a lot of them yeah Pogba got his four assists or whatnot, and Bruno, you know, got his hat trick. But Mason Greenwood, for for someone who got so much stick the last couple of years, he turned it up and has, has Greenwood really had yeah. stick? Yeah, had stick. He's, he's, like, he's barely bro, started. Bro, bro, from from that that time down in Iceland. No, Greenwood. Okay, the Iceland uh, thing it was okay. nothing to do with football. Let's, let's talk about football. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 but, but that's just a, an immature, no, no, an immature kid being an immature kid. Yeah, yeah. but Ali even brings, pushed it off. No, no, it brings someone's confidence down. Let's be honest. You know, you but know, nobody's doubting it. I haven't heard him get look, a look, look, stick look, as a footballer. I'm sorry. Look, look, like, I'm not having. No, that no, point. not from his football talent. Talent. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying what happened outside. That's what I mean. You know, Foden gets away with it. Greenwood didn't, and. I don't think that's true. He got away with it. He yeah, just, uh, he Ollie brushed it off. Both, no, of, them no, got a, both no. of them got away with no, it. No, no. Foden got, got away with it. He, yeah, nah. no, Foden got away with it. Okay, okay, let's, okay. Let's ignore let, that, right? Let's, yeah, let, go back to what you think that, of right? Greenwood. Move on. Right. No, no, okay. So what, what, what impressed you about Greenwood? Man, just his moving. He, he, he's there looking at the balls. He looks hungry. I, I like Greenwood as a player. I'd take him at Liverpool, bro. I genuinely have never seen uh, Greenwood not hungry. He's always got his uh, fork bro, and knife in his hands. Bro, he's not fast, is he? He wants that ball all the time, man. 
But he wasn't playing last season. I didn't see that. He was playing last season. He wasn't playing that much, let's be honest. He was. Mm. If anything, it was one of his breakthrough season was the year before. And it, I, think, his, I think the only time I seen him, I personally seen him, was probably against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Of course, because you only watch Liverpool yeah. matches, mate. No, no, I watch other games. <laughs> but I think I'm, watch uh, in terms matches. of Don't that match, silly. I'm just bloody muppet. Really, uh, like disappointed <laughs> in Leeds because. I feel like Bielsa. It's a derby as well. That yeah. uh, we need. A, uh, Look, Le- Leeds got touched up. They got they got course course ass weapons when they got back to Manchester. Let's be honest. Yeah, but but, yeah, but know, Manchester United point, were not good. Bielsa, okay. Bielsa should know better. It's a, okay. It's, uh, let's uh, let, let's give respect to Bielsa here. I, I'm not saying that we know better than him. I think it's a weird approach because they've got smacked off. You know, Man United back to back at Old Trafford, but they've also beaten Man City. Yeah, it's, you know that that's the nature of Bielsa Bowl, man. It's volatile. Or, or Premier League. And okay, it's naive to approach that every like every game that way. But at the same time, you can't help but respect that he approaches every game that way. Like because I know for me, my managerial experience is tight only to FM. But when you're like playing with teams that can't really compete player for player, like you know I I turn up to Old Trafford with Newcastle first few seasons in, in my save. I, I'm I'm parking the bus mate. I, I don't want this uh, embarrassment. He's like, you know what, fuck <laughs> it. We either, you know, win with our way or lose our way and I don't know. Like, do you think he should? Turn no, it down because down? I, I, I don't agree. He didn't do that. No, no, with I'm, Man United. I'm not he saying change his philosophy overall. Because I'm, I'm a big fan of Bielsa, and I think, you know, I would switch Bielsa with Bruce yesterday. But my point is that match in particular, when you've already had the experience of last season, surely you've got to change things a little bit just to at least try and get something from yeah, the game. Tweak a system. But this wasn't, this that. wasn't typical I mean, probably, Leeds, though. Did you watch them play? I they mean, Calvin just, Phillips they didn't, didn't. Calvin Phillips didn't even play. He was was there like a? Was there a? He's their best player, really. There was definitely a lethargy to them. They weren't they they weren't uh, closing down the play uh, as I've seen them do in the previous seasons. They weren't um, doing the quick passes. You know, it, it was similar to what Sheffield United were doing in their really good season. Mm. They, they 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 weren't doing the the Bielsa way that I well generally. You, you have to remember as well that Calvin Phillips didn't even play, and he's like I mean, really he's integral what, to how they play. What, but in the middle of the park, yeah, where they the got exposed, figure, bro, one player's key. You just said about Fernandez and Van Dijk. You were talking about that before, so. Yeah, Calvin Phillips' Phillips's respect yeah. here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sure. I just want to say the two things which are going to make my United miss a title. Your coach, because he's a bum, right? He's a B-Tech Divock Origi, right? That's the first wow. thing. Divock Origi, where's, the, Where did, uh, where's his managerial experience? I know. <laughs> you know, Lord Origi, like, leave him alone, right? The second <laughs> thing is, if Varane says fit, Varane's had an issue of injuries Varane's in the past. fit? No, no, if he stays oh, there. Oh, right. I thought you just make a statement. No, no, if he stays there. <laughs> <laughs> I see some crazy <laughs> shit, but that's true. If he yeah, stays, if he stays fit, if any of them stay fit, man, at this rate. But uh, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could go on all day. Uh, the, yeah, the, let's, the uh, <laughs> let's get to the, the next match. I know Jeff wants to push it on head. Go on. No, no, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so uh, on Sunday, Newcastle. And, I'm just joking. Let's go into the Man City Tottenham game. I don't want to talk about Newcastle. I didn't even Newcastle played on Sunday. We're still waiting for our first match. Uh, might happen next week. We'll see. Or the week after. But, okay, so this one is the non-Harry Kane derby, should we call it, because, you know, all the jokes were, who is he going to be missing the game for, Man City or Tottenham? At the moment, he's still a Tottenham player. I feel like we could talk about Harry Kane's transfer a lot, but let's talk about the match first. You know, Tottenham won, Manchester City nil. And I'm going to pose, like, this statement to you guys and just see what you think of it. For all the money that Man City squad, you know, how much they assembled it for, it's not that scary of a team. There's, in terms of their striking talent anyway, like, yeah, they've got the defenders, they've got the midfielders, but they haven't got that scary striker and I suppose that's why they've been chasing Kane, right? Like, how can you spend so much money 
and not look scary up front. Or am I totally off with that statement? No, I, th- I agree. I think the problem with this Man City team now compared to the Centurions one, right, is on paper their team, I think, is still pretty scary. I mean, they made the Champions League final. It's a cl- you know, it's still a world-class team. It's consistency for me. Every player in that squad has too many off days mm. for a club like Man City. Mahrez, class on his day, but, you know, he goes missing. Gundogan, you know, he turned it up last season, but then again, like, he can go missing in games. Yeah. Raheem Sterling, his inconsistency is actually becoming consistent, if anything. And then you have the back line where they still haven't replaced their left-backs. Zinchenko, good player, but, you know, he's, he's not world-class. And again, man. consistency I mean, issues. Mendy, the injuries have, have hampered him too much. Cancelo, great player, had a purple patch last season, but can go missing. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe Guardiola needs to do better in you know how he coaches the team but like you remember when they won the uh, premier league last day with the centurions yeah no it wasn't the centurions one sorry it was when they went on the last e- last uh, day the of the league 19 season yeah. when, 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 when they won yeah, on that 14 Brighton, that 14 game winning streak yeah. I, I just don't feel like they're capable of that anymore that like too many of their players go missing too many times and it was the same mm-hmm. again yesterday for me like they had their chances but they just their finishing was off it yeah like I they think went on the on even the, though they won the league last season that was probably, would you say, the least impressive of the Guardiola title-winning seasons last yeah, season? Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, for sure. Yes and no. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because he actually had to come, like, he lost a lot of games at the start, he actually had to pick up... Oh, yeah, that's true, with COVID and, and, saying, and yeah. COVID and everything, you know, yeah. And then Liverpool, Liverpool and Manchester City... Well, but in United terms of the, the, what you see on the pitch, like, in terms of the... And also, I, I think that another big difference is the loss of Leroy Sané, like... Yeah, he's Sonny's getting clowned on a lot these days with his buying performances. But you have to remember that you know a lot of players change after an ACL. He in seventeen eighteen the way he sort of went down that left flank, and they had obviously Sterling was in the form of his life I think in, in that yeah, season. He was. Yeah, so they, they've lost a lot. I think a lot of their players their standards are dropping a little bit. The only one who sort of maintained a freakish standard is De Bruyne. Um, like obviously I don't even, I don't know if Ruben Diaz had like a, a career season last year. Maybe he'll look a bit more regular this time around. It just, it just doesn't feel like Man City have this untouchable team, despite how much yeah. they've spent on it. I agree completely with you. The yeah. Centurion team, on paper, look scary. And the yeah. names on on the team sheet would scare anybody. Then you look at the bench and you think, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you look at the reserves and you're like, fucking hell, when this doesn't stop. But then now you look at their, their first team and you're like, actually, you know what? Some of these guys, the, you know, Mahrez and Inshallah, do you know what I mean? Like Sterling... <laughs> Uh, on and off Fernandinho apparently we they used to win every single game with him oh, not the same case anymore he's, he's getting old yeah. Ake you know that guy is still debated as if he's um, even a good enough um, player for the top six teams let alone Man City obviously I know he wants to be uh, be under Pep and you know yeah. train him up to be a, a world class centre back yeah so I, I agree completely I think that's the more salient point yeah. You look at the team sheet, you're not scared of them as much as you did a couple of years ago. They all look great. Um, one thing though, uh, Karama, you've seen Zinchenko. Zinchenko is not a, a world-class... No, no, I'm saying that's my point. But I'm he's, saying like he's, he's probably one of the most... Uh, he's probably world-class in his utility play. He's yeah. like, he's the daily blend. Yeah, he's not for, the, he, for Man City. I mean, he's not the re- he didn't even play yesterday, right? So he's not well, the reason he, they lost. He came on as a sub. Yeah. The twins came on together. Remember? Yeah, him and De Bruyne. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah, he, he's he's great. He's great on all that left hand side. He even uh, uh, pops in the CDM. He's some. He can be a, a centre midfielder as well. Oh, but like okay, to, to discuss the game, right? Like I feel you know if you look at the stats every time as well, like when Man City play, as always, they've got the most shots, the high xG, the pass completion, the possession. 
what is the problem? I feel like they just don't have. That's why they need Harry Kane. Like, yeah. No, it's consistency, man. Like they'll have some games where they turn it up, like same as last season, and then so many games where they go missing, and none of their I, players. I just step want to up. state this quickly. Do you not just think Tottenham might be just a bogey team and they've just had a bad pre-season? And yeah, there is something to that. that. I mean, they haven't won at that stadium four yeah, times in a row yeah. now. They've had so 15 shots and haven't scored. I, 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 th- I, th- I think so, you know. Like, it's just one like of the my... team needs to gel together a bit more. Jack Grealish, you know. Jack Grealish will obviously need yeah, to adapt yeah, yeah, or a game yesterday. Man, man, he had a four-yard dribble. It was the best he did, man. No, no. Look, I'm, I'm not like, saying like Man City don't have a chance of winning the title. They're comfortably going to win it for me still. This happens all the time to them. But my point is, like a day like yesterday happens far too often for a team as expensive as... It is. That's that conversation, yeah, I agree yes, with that. Yes, yeah. 100%. I mean, like, so many times you're watching them, like, yeah, Cancelo yeah. had that shot where, like, he just didn't even connect like with it properly. 50 million. Ferran Torres had a couple of chances where he just didn't, like, hit the ball properly. Morris had that where he scuffed it wide million. from the six-yard six yard box. And those kind of players should be bearing those Something's every time. Something's missing. Uh, so there's something off about Man City, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I look at Liverpool They're right still amazing. Now. When just... Liverpool's, like, first 11 is, you know, yeah. full-strength playing, I mean... Did you watch Salah against uh, Norwich, man? That guy yeah, is it. so clinical, man. Give him one chance, two chances, he's going to punish you every time. Like, City needs so many chances just to, like, get I, a goal. I don't know about clinical, clinical. Mar- Salah is the Salah, first... Salah, you, are you off? Bro, bro. I don't we're know. G- we're going to replace that. Does anyone want to come on? Like I, I, I remember more of his... I feel like I remember more of his half chances and misses bro, than elite goal scorer. Bro, he has that many he's chances. He's elite goal scorer, but he has that many chances. Yeah, no, that but many I chances. feel like City don't have anyone like that anymore since Aguero's, like, tailored off and Sterling has as well. And Sané left. Like, they don't have that one person that, like, one maximum three chances. They really need Harry Kane, don't they? End they really product. Need I, I, I'm saying that end product. They need someone to actually uh, deliver that. End also, can Harry Kane stay fit as well when he's when he's there? Possibly. Yeah, he'll, 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 get, he'll get the 20, 30 goals, but they can have that ankle injury. The business end. No, but see, that's yeah. when the other players like they can step up. Like, okay, they might have. But the concept not bad. consistently. That's the they're problem. Not, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, as long as you got Harry Kane for the majority of the season, then those players will step in when needed. It'll be Where, enough. Where's the, where's the credit to Ronaldo, man? Human Sonaldo. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about Tottenham. Let's talk about Tottenham. Yeah, go on, on. Then. Um, well, Nari, since you're so interested, give us the... I don't give you know. a shit about Tottenham, by the way, but um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, Nuno system, Mourinho system, like with Tottenham, by the looks of it, it, it looks similar. And what they just did was they just basically hit City on the counter and yeah. just kept on doing that. It seemed to have got a, a really good player in uh, Jeff at Tanganga, uh, Tanganga. Oh, man, he was he, he was pocked at Mahrez, man. Yeah. And Grealish, Grealish was getting wound up, man. I and this is going to be his season. I yeah. I know he, he had a really good season last uh, year. Yeah, I'm well not convinced still. I was he was a he was, he was great a good yesterday. individual performance. I mean, he was skip, great yesterday. Skip class as well. All skip, of us again. I wasn't impressed. My, my eye test might be you know has a higher barometer. But There's like, more games to come by the way. We're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just overreacting. I'm, to the I'm first not, game. No, no, I was yeah. saying Tottenham are going to win the league. Or even I'm underreacting. I'm underreacting, man. I'm Tangang is good, but like I'm still not convinced he's. He's got what it takes to be I an elite Doherty's level. I going to be better as well under Nuno. He's going to feel comfortable. Oh, yeah, I just realised they're reunited, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's, there's a few things. Nuno's a good coach. He's going to do well, Spurs. Whether he's going to get them into the top four, it's a different matter. Do you think they'll win the Europa Conference League? Or at least should be, that, that should yeah, be their aim? Yeah, no, come on, they should be winning that. It's, it's got to be between them or Roma. Yeah, oh, Roma's okay. in it as well. Let, oh. let me ask you a that question. That would be a good right? final. That would be a good final. Mourinho yeah. against... Uh, okay, I want that final. Roma yeah, against yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question, right? Say Harry Kane leaves and Man City don't... Uh, Tottenham don't replace him. Is Son good enough to start putting up Harry Kane numbers? It, like, does he have that, like, in him, like, to step up? He seems to love the club, by the way. Every time you see him in interviews, he's, and, like, like, he's always talking about how much he loves Tottenham, especially for what they did for him with the... Um, you remember the military training that he did mm. in South Korea and they, like, gave him the contract despite that and stuff. And he's always, like, you know, kissing the badge and stuff. You know what? Do you reckon he's good enough? Like, is he... 
I'll, I'll answer this question like this. If Tottenham kept playing the same way that they did when they had Kane, probably not. But if they configure the system a little bit to build it around Son's movement and Son's strength, then absolutely yes. Like, his finishing is scary. How many times have you seen Son cut in on either foot, left or right, and slot it in the bottom corner, giving the keeper no chance? Like, he's deadly. He's not as good as Kane, and I don't think that he will ever replicate Kane's numbers in terms of, like, you know, goal by goal. Yeah, because Kane. But you can get you can get a twenty goal season out of Son. Yeah, yeah but also Kane, Kane is selfish to app, so you know. Come no, on. but the, it, Kane is not selfish. Man, no, he, no. he drops deep in assists. Bro, I you, remember a couple of seasons ago. Didn't he get top assists in goals last season? He's as selfish as a striker needs to be. Uh, no, 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 but that's, no, no, but that's not a bad selfless. thing. That's not a bad nah, thing. It's not. It's, no, no, he's got, it, he got most assists last season. No, I, no, 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 no that's last season. No, but in the past, I, I remember he tried getting a goal against Stokers and he hit his. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, I don't think that's the same as being selfish. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. He wants goals. I get that. That's a striker's mentality. He was a bit embarrassing, but you know. Yeah, he needs to be selfish as a striker needs to be. He needs to take. He's the only person in that team that could do that. He's got the striker's mentality. Okay, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? He needs to do that. Who else in the team is going to do those type of things? I genuinely think. Right, I've said this on the podcast a while back I don't know if you guys remember I said when Neymar left Barcelona they should have went in for Son to replace him down on that left flank like he, mm. he's been so good for so long and you know when they had Neymar money whatever I don't think Levi would have sold him or Levy whatever would have sold him for you know the money they had at the time but uh, he's just so good man like honestly he reminds I, me like you know those Cristiano Ronaldo yeah like uh, he is Ronaldo like he is he's I, really I agree with you Jeff uh, if, we, if you play around Son 20 goals a season. The thing is, he Harry does... Harry has got more in him. He does a lot of the things that Harry Kane does, but he doesn't have, the, obviously, the heading, the physical prowess, all that type of thing, hold up play. But you can send he, him he in can, behind the You defense. can send him you behind. Can, yeah, and you that, can't that, do that with Kane. That, that, I think you've got about 20 goals in the season for that type yeah. of movement with him, especially. Yeah. Cross well, player. Uh, okay, then we'll end the discussion like this. I feel like Kane's actually going to stay at Spurs. I don't know if you... Do you guys think that Kane will leave? No, he'll be a Man City player. With all these memes coming out at the moment... <laughs> Daniel Levy said, "I don't know how much if I sign a contract it. now, I can leave it next year." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, Ali, do you think Kane's staying? Um, this reminds me of the whole. Well, it wasn't as bad as the Suarez thing when when I kicked off of also putting that like one pound bid and win forty million, whatever it was. But I don't know. He wasn't playing, so it. it, it He's in the. He was there. named. I saw today. He was named in the squad for the game coming up. The Europa Conference. The Europa Conference. Yeah, he is. Okay, if 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 he's if he's named. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna. Stay it's not that long. I don't think he. I think he still wants to leave. I just think it's really hard for him to leave. Like yeah. the, the valuation and the fact. It's that not just that. The it's, it's he a six-year contract. Well. I reckon the worst thing Tottenham could have done yesterday was win. I mean, you, you like Man what? City, like. I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, you're gonna embarrass us again. Fuck you. He's under 50 million. And give us your player. I mean, Spurs will still he, be the winner. Get what he wants if they give him. No, but yeah, here's the thing, yeah. right? Yeah, the he will. Every, Tottenham will win. He will. But there's no 150 million or not. If you had 150 million, you'd go buy Kane. They already have Kane. Like 150 million, they're not going to replace him. Yeah. So it's like, from Man City's point of view, they're yeah. not competing against Spurs for the league do, anyway. Do you think it's interesting that Grealish from a boyhood club like Villa and Kane from a boyhood club like Tottenham are both going to a oil base club like Man City? Uh, I don't think there's I much. Think, no, do you know why? Because I think that in this situation, it's that Man City knows it needs those players. But in, in another window. I, I don't think they did. Yeah, you could make the argument, I suppose. I disagree. For sure. you know. Look what, what, I, what no, I mean I is that, like, in another season, a homegrown player from, I don't know, uh, Middlesbrough or Newcastle or whatever could be mm. class. And Man City will need that player or Chelsea will need that player. It's just literally top clubs taking the uh, smaller yeah, it's clubs. Yeah, Taylor's all this time. Food really. chain. 
I think there's a few things. Uh, If more players on the market become available for Tottenham to buy to replace Kane, 100% they'll take the money. The other thing is, they've already had a bid and it just didn't work out. I mean, Spurs right now literally didn't come out over the weekend as well, or maybe last week, that they activated the risk cost for Paul Torres and he rejected them. So even if they have 150 million, they're going to have a hard time negotiating because everyone's going to know they're going to be and flushed they're not with the cash. League anymore, so they don't they're not, have they're not even in the Europa League. Yeah, exactly. And everyone knows they're flushed with cash. Same with Barcelona when they uh, sold Neymar. Everyone knew and rinsed them, Coutinho, etc. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the Spurs, Spurs, like I think if they get that 150 million, it'll be a poison chalice. And not like as the, I'm saying like that, maybe now. Do you remember when Bill was sold and just bought like seven players? I think you know as. Uh, as well, I said no, out loud, I actually in this situation, they can't, they can't buy anybody because nobody's yeah, going to... And yeah, the window's closing no, 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 soon. No, yeah. the, the point is that, that they're fucked up with the money. Like, yeah. well, they spend the money saying, not uh, wisely. Probably except rinsed. Ericsson maybe and that's it. Yeah, now that I'm saying out loud, I don't think actually Kane will leave now. I don't think Levy's going gonna, gonna to budge because everyone's going to know they're going to yeah. be flush with cash towards the end of this uh, transfer window. They're never going to replace Kane anyway and there's not that many good options out there. Yeah, the more I think about it, I think he'll. he'll to be fair, he's been with Modric mind. before as well. He kept Modric for an extra season. But didn't he have like a gentleman's agreement there again? Where yeah, he said he'll let yeah, you leave on, next we'll year. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's. Le- 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 to be fair, I reckon. On, he, I reckon it's not true. No, I reckon if it was Real no, he's Madrid. He's got a good relationship with a lot of the players. If it know. was Real Madrid or Barcelona in for Kane, he'd let him leave like Modric did. I think the biggest hang up for him is that he doesn't want to let go of English club. Yeah, look at Danny Roseman. Uh, tell Daniel I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's going to be um, an interesting one to, to sort of keep our eyes on when the when the transfer window closes and we'll have the deadline day. I'm sure we'll do a podcast around that. But, um, you know, we'd like to end the podcast by doing a segment that I haven't done in a while. Just ask a general question, have a quick discussion. Is there any so. other games you want to talk about just on a quick one? Uh, no, no, I think we've uh, we've covered the main talking points. And obviously, a lot of teams will get their, their time discussions hopefully next week. Fair we'll enough. talk about teams we haven't yet. But uh, I want to ask you guys a question. So... Think of your current squad for the team that you support and think of a retired player that you loved who never played for your team and tell me which retired player that you'd love to have at your club right now and I'll start with you, Ali. Can I have two? Just the one. Oh, fuck. You're going to have to pick you between can, these You two. can name both. We'll name them, one. but you have to pick one. Right. Paul Gascoigne was one. Okay. And the other one was Roy Keane. Roy Keane. What do, you, what do you think they would be good at in the Liverpool team? Or actually, pick one. Who is it? Who is it? Roy Keane, probably. Because of what the team needs, um, that and his leadership, just just his presence alone, you know, like just. If anything, Liverpool have an abundance of leadership in Van Dijk and Robertson and. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but and Henderson. That. No, no, if, if no, if Henderson was good, I'd like to have a player like Roy Keane. That's what I'm trying to say. No, but you got like so many leaders. That's just an interesting. Yeah, currently point at the moment, man. Do you need Roy Keane? I just feel like of all the players that I retired know, ever, I, I, you go for Roy yeah, Keane. Roy Keane that's that's a low aim. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Roy, man. I really you don't like have Roy a discipline Keane. issue, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like Roy Keane. I don't know, man. You um, bring him in to like uh, sort out the it, characters. It, it's, it's weird. I'm not saying Cristiano Ronaldo or David Beckham. I went for Roy Keane. I guess. Well, where did come from? I guess if you're looking at the Liverpool oh, yeah, squad and you're thinking of what area needs most Mid- investment. Midfield needs improving, but Maybe. I'd take Roy Keane. Well, I don't to know replace Genie, the most um, what was it, the softest guy on the team, basically. Genie wasn't soft. He just has a nice smile. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's a nice smile. guy. He's, he's a, a nice guy. Man. Look, wow, look, he's this, this team is bigger than Feyenoord. Look, look, he <laughs> played for Newcastle. That. He played for Liverpool. Just didn't want to play for the bum, bum team in Manchester. Don't know what you're on about City or United. You don't uh, know. Oh, go on then, Dowd. Uh, who's who's your retired player that you know? Uh, I go for Fellaini, maybe. Won't nah, you know? Oh wait, Alan Shearer. To be honest with you, that that fable. Alan. I know. I know. Sir Alex Ferguson in his 
uh, interview in Loud Bible, he said he wanted Gascoigne, but Alan Shearer, now he he, if he came to Man United, um, we would have added a few more trophies into the into the uh, trophy cabinet. Uh, I think he would have still went back to Newcastle, but th- those years, if he came, he would have been amazing. Well, currently at the moment, the I would still have him. I would still have him. The, uh, the cursed timeline where Alan Shearer actually goes to Manchester United. Well, the real timeline is that he rejected them, which I love hearing. I love that every, too. Every year. Uh, Every year when the, when that story comes about, but yeah, I mean, I can totally understand that yeah, um, I mean, answer, definitely. and I think for his own sake, I'm so glad that he won the Premier League with Blackburn before moving to Newcastle because obviously he had two cup finals with Newcastle, both in the FA Cup, lost them both. It would have been so nice for him to win a trophy, but never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's a very very solid choice, and I don't know, Demo, what's your choice? Yeah, so similar to Liverpool, I think midfield for us will probably be the biggest area that needs improvement. Just someone that can carry the ball. Like a you know big, big physical player with technical ability. So Zidane, Zidane, oh. exactly. Uh, the way he used to shrug off players when he turned it on. Literally carried the ball. He just it, elegant player, man. Glides oh, on the 100%. pitch, physical, can get his elbows out if he needs to. Uh, I would love to have seen him in the uh, black and white stripes, not of Juventus, but off Newcastle. You know, Zidane is probably one of the most unique players you'll ever see. Like there, there was something about that, like his size and his silkiness that you don't really get. Elegant ever. player, man. Yeah. Elegant player, honestly. Like like Thierry Henry, but just a little bit more rigid. No, Thierry Henry was a bit. You know Thierry Henry was, was you know the was phrase smooth. Uh, dictating the tempo of a game. He was masterful at that man. Like did like every like I think the most I ever watched him, which is a shame, was probably his twilight of his career in the World Cup two thousand and six. Those oh, in those, really. You yeah, watch Madrid. No, no, of course I, I caught yeah. highlights, but you know you're younger and you, you, you're most of the exposure to football when you were a kid before streaming, before everything. I mean, before legal viewing of uh, matches. <laughs> um, was watching the Premier League really? English <laughs> football was English football. You know, when you're a kid, Saturday night match of the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so obviously you used to catch uh, Zidane highlights on YouTube, but like actually watching him for the first time in the World Cup, he was still mesmerizing. So I know, man, I the way like he headbutted Ma- Maratti. <laughs> Absolutely mesmerizing. I low-key still rate him to this day for that. Yeah. I mean, you have to do it. If I think, uh, based on what Matt Rice said to him, I think you'll be hard-pressed to find players who wouldn't sort of react like that in that situation. Just a oh. disclaimer, the uh, 343 football man, podcast that... does not condone violence of any form or kind. <laughs> Unless... Unless you rebelled. Unless you said what <laughs> Matt Rice said. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, um, for my choice, I'm going to go with the, another Galactico as well. For me, it's Ronaldo, Phenomeno, Nazario. Ooh. Come on, man. That guy. Fat Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yes. Bro, he's, he's probably the most experience. skillful fo- player in football history. I know, but Ronaldo. I know that I would probably pick. Put respect Al- on his um, name. Don't call him Fat Ronaldo. I'm, I'm, not, I'm putting respect on it. He was amazing. He yeah. was absolutely amazing. I would definitely pick Alan Shearer if I wasn't a Newcastle fan, but obviously he played for my team. The next best uh, thing. Very luckily, yeah. I mean, he was. Okay, Ronaldo was better than Shearer. <laughs> yeah, the next best thing. He's better. Sorry, I, I meant that in a, a way. He's, uh, he's, as a he's player. Above him. As a player, not as a goal scorer. No, but like for Ronaldo, right? I've never seen a number nine, especially when you look at his older highlights. So fast, so skillful, so direct. Like that guy would take on the keepers for fun. Like rounding yeah, the like keeper it was, nothing. was rounding the keeper supposed to be like a unique. You don't see it very often moment. He made it seem like a routine finish. What about Prime Suarez? I mean, Prime Suarez, phenomenal. The, 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 the two but different the, players. Uh, Ronaldo's uh, better. You know, Suarez. Yeah, is Ronaldo's you, more you skillful. Need, you need to honest. keep him fed, man. Or he's know. gonna start biting everybody. Maybe it's recently <laughs> biased, right? Because I never really so, watched. No, Suarez is quality. I, I love the play to bits. Oh, it's, it's Ronaldo. I like I, I can't, I can't agree with that. I'd Ronaldo actually, is like as a striker. Uh, Ronaldo's better. Be There's something he's, magical he's about skillful. Ronaldo. Yeah, I'd say There's Ronaldo something had more magical. Flair. Suarez has the magic in him. No, Ronaldo. Sure. Ronaldo had a bit, a ta- like a tiny bit more flair, but Suarez had a lot. I, I would actually say 
Overall, I'd edge it this far as Prime Stories for me over Hot Prime. takes. Ah, do you I'm remember? Sorry. Do you remember what happened oh, in the 2002 sh- World Cup with all the uh, all the uh, better goal scorer? Uh, things happening with if he's going to play or not play for Brazil, and then he came on and he, be, he scored the goals biased. to get them through. I think it was the semi final. Oh, I can't remember. Now. The thing about Ronaldo as well is that his his knee injuries uh, yeah, ruined exactly. what could have been an even more impressive career. Yeah, like, but the injuries were there. Yeah, he's so good short. Suarez, definitely cut yeah. short. Suarez had more goals, more assists, less injuries. Yeah, I mean, I we're like talking I, about the yeah the 2006 like World Cup it, again. It's pretty black and white. Ronaldo was pretty much finished. He was fat and he was still rounding the keeper. And that yeah. guy. There's some things you don't lose, and uh, like for me, if yeah, I had to pick a retired player, put him in the Newcastle team right now. Can you imagine St. Maximan and Ronaldo, the dribbling uh, power in that team? Yeah, he'd still be better than Joe Linton. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's even a bad joke, bro. I don't know, I'm like <laughs> That's horrendous, man. He would um, though. How about Joe Linton? I feel like I haven't got anything else to say after that. All I'm what saying can is, you say? it's sobering, isn't it? Oh, Suarez is 34 years old, still winning league titles. I mean, it's, I feel like it's pretty black and white. But that's just me. Well, Suarez won the title in red and white. Well, there you go. I'd be interested because you're saying that. Oh, he scored more goals, he's done this. But Edison Cavani, Sergio Aguero, Diego, Not Fo- better than Suarez, Diego Forlan. Not better than Suarez. They've all done better numbers, I'm pretty sure, than it Ronaldo. A, it was a joke, man. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, you seem like pretty... No, no, I genuinely will still edge it to Suarez, but I wouldn't like just say I because honestly, he was I wonder if anyone else would agree with them I don't think there's a if you open up to a poll look he's my Luis Suarez is my favourite player of all time I'll see that right now but oh my I god I, I, I don't I can't I, I don't, don't know man that. I feel like, like if you R- have R- two R- good R- seasons his respect you know it's like when Mike Tyson was saying no Muhammad Ali's the best of all time it's like you know Ali what it deserves is? his respect you know what I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think Luis Suarez you know what edges is in that realm Suarez probably wouldn't even say himself I'm saying it but like you know what it's that Liverpool season for me. Every time I remember that Liverpool season, the fucking bonkers bro, shit he was pulling bro, off every week. He had six of game ban as well. Six game that ban, season. and he didn't even take penalties, man. No, like that is. Do you want to remind me what the six game ban was for? This is going to be a different. Oh question. yeah, he Ivanovic, so big deal, bro. I'm telling you right bro, now, if, don't be a baby. I'm telling you right now, that is the greatest single season by a player ever. Well, actually, I was about to talk well, about that. I we're not going to make. We're not going to do this debate now because we're running close towards the end. But next week, we'll In talk the about League. what is the single greatest individual season for a Premier League player. Premier League player, Salah. Don't give your answers yet, lads. And obviously not your justifications either. We'll, we'll do it next time. But uh, it was really fun to kick things off with the first weekend of the Premier League. Uh, thanks a lot, lads. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you later. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Adios.